Crosspoint Church's weekly sermon audio. For more information about Crosspoint, visit InsideCrosspoint.com. Well, it is, it is my dear privilege to introduce, he's not really a guest preacher. He's really a family preacher that just happens to live on the other side of the world. <laughs> and he visits us occasionally. About five or six years ago, in God's kindness, we, through the Ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, which is an adoption agency in the United States that helps not only with adoption, but also to care for vulnerable children around the world, linked us up with Pastor Raphael and his ministry in Busega, Uganda, which is a suburb of Kampala, Uganda, the capital of Uganda, which is right in the very heart of Africa. And there he had planted a church called King Jesus Church in this very poor community and also started a school for deaf and blind children, which in the Ugandan society are oftentimes overlooked and cast aside. And the Lord put our churches together about four or five years ago and continues to strengthen and and knit our hearts together in a deeper, deeper way. This summer, we're sending another team from Crosspoint to go minister and come alongside the church in Busega at King Jesus Church. And to see the beautiful work of the gospel in that community is just stunning and wonderful to see. And our brother was in the United States, brought by another um, brought here this past week by another uh, adoption agency to, to speak at one of their events this past week. And we heard that we had the opportunity to bring him here before he flies back to Uganda. And so we said, brother, you're, you're coming here to preach. And so it is my dear, dear privilege to introduce to you again our dear, dear brother from Busega, Uganda, and King Jesus Church, Pastor Raphael Kajubi. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Praise the Lord. Uh, it's definitely always a very big joy to come. This feels like a second home for, for, for us in Busega. So thank you always for having us here. It's a dear, <clears throat> equally very mutual um, friendship and relationship to, to see what God has done between us King Jesus Church and this wonderful church, Cross Point Church. Amen. Um, if you hear me every now and then say amen in Busega, if you say something, you will hear people say amen. <laughs> pray, 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 praise God. Um, I wanted to share with us from God's word uh, the way God has shaped how we share the word in Busega is very, very different. In the sense, we, 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 my goal is uh, when the work was going to start, King Jesus Church, uh, uh, like those of you that have been, and those of you who don't know where King Jesus Church, King Jesus Church is in this uh, uh, quite impoverished setting in, in, in a suburb of Kampala. But about 10, 11 years ago, uh, King Fahad Foundation, which is a funding agency out of Saudi Arabia, all of a sudden, identified Busega as a place to come and they plant uh, this massive school complex, uh, warehouses which give employment to men. And right now, they probably have about 6,000 kids in there. And in very many places, 
where they've planted these kinds of works, they've successfully succeeded reversing the statistics of Christianity. And so about 10, 11 years ago, in my heart of hearts, I prayed and cried out to the Lord and I said, I wish God can, in his sovereignty and in his providence, can allow my wife actually to say yes, and we go and plant ourselves right next to where King Fad is, uh, is going to be located. And so doing that, I knew if we were going to compete just with money or doing church like uh, usual, there's no way we were going to succeed. But I knew if God provides and we go there, we needed to be very, very intentional at making sure that the gospel is at the center of what we are doing and that Christ was uh, making himself known. And so that's what has kept happening and happening and happening. Uh, for the teams that have come, um, I wish everyone can hear this. I'm very, very thankful for the people that come from here at Cross Point Church. That when they come, they are not intending to kind of display we are the this big church, big Americans coming from North America, but you, you come as wonderful brothers and sisters that are encouraging what King Jesus Church is doing in Busega. So please thank you. And uh, for Pastor Brad and uh, the leadership here, for Pastor Brad, for you to always release him to come, not only equip King Jesus Church, but continue to equip the, the bigger body of Christ and other pastors, it's been a wonderful, wonderful source of encouragement. Amen? Uh -huh. It sounds like Busega, amen? <laughs> good, good. I wanted, so, uh, so a few of the things that we put emphasis on, uh, one of them I shared, which is very dear to me, is the, the, the means of the gospel and what the gospel means and how that affects the church in return, church affecting its own community. Today I wanted to share something that, again, is very, very close to my heart, I thought when I come here, I wanted to make sure that we can share that together. From Matthew 22. <clears throat> and I wanted to use, uh, 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 as we share, I wanted to use the subject, God's love that transforms us first and then enables us to love and touch others. And uh, for us at King Jesus Church, I really want to make sure that everyone who walks into the doors of our church for some reason is able to be touched by that love of God and in return, that love is able to enable them to love their neighbors. And for us, our closest neighbor, who is very close to my heart, are the neighbors of King Fahad Foundation. So, uh, Matthew 22 and from verse 34. <clears throat> I'll read from uh, my Bible. Uh, it says, But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor 
as you love yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and all the prophets. Out of this, I wanted to quickly put it out here and say, uh, like for us at King Jesus Church, I normally encourage our people that please, uh, uh, and which I want to encourage all of us here, around three things that I see out of this text. Number one, that God is not in this text calling us to initiate this love. He has already initiated it and is calling us to respond to what he has already done. Number two, he loved us actually before when we even deserve to be loved. And number three, he himself did this by laying down his life for us who did not deserve that at all. Amen? Amen. Wonderful. And if we agree on that, let us begin with the first one. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, many, many of us uh, seated in this service at, 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 with all our best efforts to love, with all our best uh, energies to want to do good, at our best efforts, those efforts come to, to a place where they, they just can't work. Let me give you an example. Like in King Jesus Church, I don't know whether you have it here at Cross Point Church. We have young people that are just beginning to want to fall in love. And uh, so many times they will come to me and say, Pastor, I found this amazing girl. I can't even eat. I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, and then you're like, okay, this, can you, do you think you can take it a little slow? We pray and we... And then after six months or not even a year, they come back to you and say, Pastor, I must have missed God. <laughs> so, so from that understanding, I come to understand, ladies and gentlemen, none of us here has the capacity to love the other one. Romans chapter 5. <clears throat> Romans chapter 5. A familiar scripture, I believe many of us uh, know so well. Romans 5 is my grandest encouragement in helping point us to the kind of love that enables the church to be able to love the neighbor. So Romans 5 and verse 8, this is what it says in my Bible. But for God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, not while we were doing good, while we were, what? Sinners, while we were still sinners, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The love that transforms the church, the love that transforms our sinful hearts, our sinful nature, the love that transformed us came to us. And when the church does not understand that kind of love, it's impossible when it tries to, to serve or do things. Those things are in human efforts, and they come to an end. Like at King Jesus Church, it's, 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 it, that's why I'm, I'm convinced uh, before you attempt to either be a pastor, be a minister, uh, or reach out to deaf children like in our situation, before you attempt to do that, make sure that you are being empowered to do it after you yourself have been confronted by a loving God. 
like in our situation with the deaf children, they're coming from way broken realities. When they come, be, before you begin to relate to them, these past hearts and past feelings come up. They, they come to the surface, and when they come to the surface, it is ugly. It's painful. Like, if they want to express themselves, like right now we have a boy, yeah, the last time I was here, he had gone missing, Kenneth Katono. Some of you have met him. Kenneth joined the school at maybe about 1920. That's the first time he was trying to come to school. Having been busted, his father rejected him. And so when he had come, when he was beginning to now feel comfortable and feel like I'm, I'm also accepted, he went back home and his mother, under the pressure of the father, also the mother wanted to push him away. And uh, he became aggressive on the mother. I have never forgotten the mother walking into my office and say, Pastor, please, uh, whether you throw him into prison or you throw him away, we almost don't want to ever see him again. I remember uh, bringing in Kenneth and say, Kenneth, now they have officially given you to us. We haven't gone into the legal courts, but would you accept to, to live with us? And he said, yes, I'm going to live with you even if I die, bury me here at the church. When, don't step into those things just because you had someone say them. Don't step into ministry just because you think it's a good idea. We are even able to do ministry, not because it's a good idea, because it's God's idea. And only him and him alone can empower us to do that. This is how he did it. John chapter 15. <clears throat> John 15 and verse 13. This love that transforms the church is greater than human mechanism. That's why I love it when I come here at Cross Point, like on a Sunday, I believe like here in America. America is not short of ideas of how things can work, either in ministry. <laughs> I was blown away when I was in Dallas and seeing some of the brilliant ideas Americans are able to come up with. I love it when I come here at Cross Point. Why I love to come here at Cross Point? Because I understand you are not having many ideas. You are entirely dependent on the Lord. But I saw some idea, creative ideas, of how things can be done somewhere where I don't want to mention. <laughs> John 15. John 15 and verse 13. It says here, greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. This is the love that transforms us, that transforms you and me to be able, to be enabled to truly walk into what I believe the ultimate meaning of everybody's life to glorify God here on the earth. There is a man, I want to quote his statement. This man, uh, uh, I don't know whether you heard about President Idi Amin in Uganda. This guy's goal, when he was our president, his goal was to wipe out Christianity in, this, in that country. He did so, so much 
beat Christians. He would find preachers on the pulpit like I am right now, and he would shoot you. Many evil was done. Uh, that, that mosque which Gaddafi finally developed in Kampala, which is the, probably the second largest mosque in, in Africa, was founded by this man, Idi Amin. His goal was to Islamize the whole country. But there's a man who touched me so much, and I understood, hey, minister, that's what it should be. That man is called Bishop Festo Chivengeri. He was very, very close to Idi Amin. Idi Amin killed many of his family, did many havoc, destroyed many of the churches they had planted. But Kivengere wrote a statement that I want to quote for us in un the understanding of the love of God that transforms individuals to be able to do the work of ministry to which God has called us. This is what he said after an experience with Idi Amin. He said, my hardness and the bitterness toward those who were persecuting us could only bring spiritual loss. This would take away my ability to communicate the love of God, which is the essence of my ministry and my testimony. So I had to ask forgiveness from the Lord and grace to love President Idi Amin the more. This was like fresh air for my tired soul. I know I had seen the Lord and I had been revealed. Love filled my heart and that's how I know I was changed. When uh, I was talking to the daughter of, uh, who is who, the son of the daughter of this man, Festrich Evangeli, that's a man who was, because of that work and their brokenness in understanding that only God can empower you to love a guy like Idi Amin, that's how Christianity was able to go into hiding, and today we have church back up again in Uganda. Friends that are seated in this service, uh, when the church does not know that kind of love, we can try, but it comes to, to almost nothing. It, it fails. John, 1st John chapter 3, 1st John chapter 3, and from verse 16. <clears throat> Many people ask me, so how can I know this love? How can you not fight, let's say, with the King Fahad Foundation? That is where I also was coming from when we first planted King Jesus Church. I would pass by their complex, and my first reaction was to feel angry, to feel bitter. My first reaction was to almost want to fight back in human means. It just does not work like that. First John chapter 3 and verse 16, this is what it says in the Bible. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. When we have been loved and we know the one who laid down his love, then we 
can be able to do it in the life of others. I understand there are people here, maybe you do not know this kind of love. Maybe you've never come to, to the Lord. Maybe you just visited this church. How I pray for everyone that is in this service and for all of us that we will all break down and receive that man who forgave us when we were sinful, wretched in our brokenness, when we had no hope. And today we can stand here and worship him knowing we've been saved by him. To the credit of this church, I want to thank God so, so much, so, so much, this church, how you've uh, practically demonstrated and practiced the truth in God's word in light of this scripture. On behalf of my family, on behalf of the King Jesus Church, on behalf of the Deaf School, please thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You as a church here at Cross Point Church, what you do here has greatly affected my family, has greatly affected the Deaf School, has greatly greatly affected the King Jesus Church down in Busega. That's why I felt when I come here, I wanted to, to kind of throw light here and make sure also that this is not done in human efforts, but is being done in response to the one who first loved you also. I specifically, I thought I could mention these things, not to pump you up, that's not my goal, but to, to thank you but also to encourage that there will be probably, as we continue to worship here, as we continue to give in this church, that there will be many more works, like what is going on in Pseca, that will be encouraged in the years to come. That's my goal in doing this. Specifically, I wanted to mention about three things that this church has done that are a great example for me, my family, the church, of how we can know the love of God, and once we know that love of God, how we can translate that in affecting the life of others. And I thought I wanted to encourage that this morning. Number one, for me, who is standing here, serving in Busega has taught me things that I don't think I would ever learn from any theological school. Uh, the first, the, this is it's coming to about eight years, it's past eight years now since we've been doing it in Busega. There was... Uh, how you would preach, give, give your whole heart. Uh, that's, that's, that's what goes on in Sega. But you're talking about finishing to preach, finishing to serve. And uh, honestly, like for me as a pastor and my family, you go back and uh, you, you really can't even afford to buy sugar for the children. This church, in many different ways, the giving that goes on into this house. When I saw people giving this morning, I said, please, God, bless everyone that is giving. Thank you for the members of this church. My family today is being able supported on a monthly basis by the generous giving of this church. Please thank you. Recently, we called it our Christmas gift. These deaf children, if uh, I keep telling the teams that come, if, for example, I insisted that as a must, every child that walks into the Busega Community School for the deaf and blind, maybe bring about $30 for school fees, Half of them, I would throw them out of school. The giving that goes on in this church has greatly encouraged those children to remain in school. Just a day before Christmas, I had uh, a text message from Springer on behalf of the finance team of this church, and the church leadership here had agreed to help the church be able to acquire a piece of land where the deaf school is going to permanently have classrooms and nobody will throw those kids out of school. So I'm saying all this to say, please, but I want to make sure 
that this is not being done from your human efforts. We are doing this because we know so well here at Cross Point that God loved us so much, and because he loved us, now we can love our brothers as far as Busega. That's my goal in sharing this here this morning. But I wanted to thank you. Thank you, those of you that have given. Thank you, the teams that have come. This is coming. I was talking to the team that is even going to come yesterday at Pastor Springer's home. And I was uh, encouraging them and sharing with them that, for example, the teams that have come from here and come to Busega, when we first came, we, my wife told the women, I think, uh, Miona, you were with that team? Uh, the Mionas and that team, they went and served and danced with the uh, girls from this high school, uh, which is uh, heavily, heavily led by a Muslim cleric. When the girls walked in, they were so shocked to see that my wife had invited them to interact with the Americans. And uh, from what I understood, actually, they thought that you Americans were going to eat them. <laughs> so, but I was in Dallas, and then my wife sends me a text. The team that is coming now, the headmaster has been watching the joy, the impact, the life that is being shared together between uh, you, the American girls, and our girls from King Jesus Church. And the headmaster has now officially said the next team that is coming in June, he wants all of them in the whole school. And I thought, praise the Lord. Friends, uh, what I'm sharing with us, I may not even be, I'm, I don't even have to worry about being organized. Pastor Brad will organize things after I'm gone. But <laughs> I, I wish you can hear my heart that, 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 that we, America has maybe complicated things sometimes so, so much. We need to slow down a little bit and uh, again come back to a loving God because so much is at stake. I've kept saying again and again and again, if there is a church like this one, like for example, this relationship going on between King Jesus Church and King and, and, and Cross Point and King Jesus Church, I'm, I'm, I'm praying and asking again that we will forget our ego over, you, you didn't say that scripture, right? You, you didn't preach systematic, well, let's forget those things. Can we melt down and go break down, equip those that need to be equipped. We should, none of us here, should let, if possible, should let communities be discipled by Islam. The church and the body of Jesus Christ should be the prime, at the very prime up front of uh, rescuing communities back to where Jesus who died for all these communities. I have like two takeaways to share with us before I finish. As I finish, I strongly believe with all my heart that God is love. We truly learn to love others as we ourselves have seen it demonstrated in our own life. If you're writing down, I wanted to ask you a question. Have you experienced that love? Have you experienced the forgiveness of your sins? Are you still walking about guilty? Are you bitter? Are you heavy-hearted? Only one man can reconcile you to a forgiveness. And once you've been reconciled to a forgiveness and your heart has been softened down, then can you afford to love others because you've been loved yourself. 
I've been in ministry these years. One of the toughest things I don't want to ever experience, I don't want to experience people who are, let's say, smart, brilliant, uh, but they, it's brilliancy up here, but this heart here, nothing has ever been affected. One of the things I, I enjoy about Pastor Brad, uh, most of the pastors in our community, they keep telling me, when is our friend Brad coming? Like, Brad is a, is a genius. He's a very brilliant guy. But when you are around him, he makes sure he lets you know you are smarter than him. I, I, I wish there could be more American brothers that can have so much here, but some, some of this will come up here and come down here. When it comes down here, it affects so much right here. And I thank you, Cross Point, for being that. Number two, I strongly believe that a church that has experienced that kind of love, a church that has experienced the true love of Jesus Christ, like if the girls, boys, the men and women that are coming in June, if they have truly experienced it themselves, there's no telling how far that love can be extended to the corners of the world. And as I finish, ladies and gentlemen, I pray and bless you and ask you that we may all be empowered in only that love that was lavished on that, on that rugged cross at Calvary. And once we have experienced that, there is no failure in that kind of love. May we pray. <clears throat> is it okay I pray some in Luganda? I want to pray that that love will, 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 will come into the heart of those that especially don't know that love. And for those of us that have known that love, may we be then released to go and love others. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I want to thank you for this church. I want to thank you for the faithfulness in, 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 in committing to know you and love you wholeheartedly. And as a result, they have stepped out to love. I, don't, I know they don't just love King Jesus Church in Busega and the brothers and sisters there. I know they definitely love others in other places. Thank you for the missions group. Thank you for the youth. Thank you for everyone that does whatever they do to come to know you. Mukama mulinyalia Yesu. Nsaba mulinyalia Yesu mwana katondo mlamu ntigwe mukama ogenda gulumizibwa. Mukama omanyibwe mukaniseno. Let it abantu bano kumanya. Leka katondo wa amanyi obloko zibwo no mtima go gunyikire mu mitima jaba na abantu bo. Leka bakumanye May your name be exalted and glorified as we receive your love, as we see it demonstrated for us on that cross, and as we step out to even love others. I thank you for this opportunity. What a joy that King Jesus Church is a part of this church. Bless this faith family. Bless the men. Bless the women. Bless the works of their hands. Bless their giving. And thank you for your faithfulness that you've revealed to this church, I pray that it will extend in many, many years in Jesus' name. God bless you.